0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Psychope Self-Help Podcast, a space for women where psychology illuminates paths to healing hope and personal growth. I'm Dr. Jennifer McManus, a clinical psychologist, and I'll be your host. Each episode, we'll explore a different way to use psychology to enhance emotional wellness. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Psychope Self-Help Podcast. It's episode 24, which is going live on International Women's Day, March 8th, 2023. Given the Psychope Self-Help Podcast is indeed a space for women, I'm going to use this episode to explore the importance of International Women's Day to women's mental health. So um, most of us are familiar with International Women's Day occurring during Women's History Month on March 8th each year. But let me provide some context on International Women's Day by drawing on resources found on the International Women's Day website that are made available for organizations to freely share with their employees or, as is true in our case, an audience. International Women's Day is all about celebrating the social, economic, cultural, and political achievements of women, and marks a call to action for accelerating gender parity. The first International Women's Day gathering was in 1911, supported by over a million people in Austria, Denmark, Germany, and Switzerland. Fast forward to over a century later, and International Women's Day belongs to all groups, collectively everywhere. Each year, International Women's Day is a time to reinforce that everyone can play a role in building gender parity. It's a day to reflect on how gender balance is not just a women's issue, but also an economic issue. International Women's Day is also an opportunity to consider bias and how it plays out in the different spheres of our lives. While gender stereotypes are indeed being challenged and diverse representation of women is more evident in many areas of the world, there's still a continuing need to move towards more progressive mindsets and inclusivity. When celebrating the achievements of women or making calls to action for gender parity, I think it's crucial to keep in mind that the rise of women is not about the fall of men. This sentiment is similar to something I clarified on the second episode of the Psychope Self-Help podcast titled Women's Mental Health Challenges and Complexities. I made the point that shining a light on women's mental health matters is not about excluding men or negating their experiences with mental health. This idea involves the viewpoint that human behavior is complex and best understood as occurring in the context of multiple interconnected systems. And so with this in mind, I now want to put International Women's Day in an historical context by exploring the paths towards women's equality over the years. Around the turn of the last century, that's the 1800s and early 1900s, women activists were fighting hard for equality. The focus of this activism was largely on securing the right for women to vote and equal pay for equal work. Now, isn't it interesting that here in 2023, over a century later, and women's voice and participation in government, as well as the gender pay gap, are still key priorities of activism for women's equality. Just interrupting here to tell you about a new resource I created for you. If you're experiencing high levels of work stress, this resource is for you. Please know you're not alone. So many women are tired of work stress seeping into every area of their lives. Perhaps you can relate and want to do something about the negative impact work stress is having on you, but aren't sure how to get started. If this resonates with you, then I'd like to invite you to take a brief moment for yourself and try the Your Path Through Work Stress quiz. In 10 introspective questions, you'll learn more about your unique experience of work stress and which science-backed stress relief tools are most likely to help you reclaim your peace. Just head on over to psychopecom slash your path so you can take the first step down your best path through work stress. The quiz will also be linked in the show notes. In the 1970s, the feminist movement brought us rallies, protests, and serious lobbying for inclusion, influence, and equality. Feminists faced many challenges, systemic and societal, not only from opposing men, but also from other women. The 1980s brought us well-meaning programs and initiatives designed to help women become more confident, assertive, and visible. But unfortunately, many of these programs reinforced a notion that women needed to act like men. There was an emphasis on fitting into existing patriarchal structures and organizations if women were to succeed, all while still keeping up with all the caretaking needs of her family. Women's fashion trends of that time, shoulder pads and power suits, very much fit the expectation that for women to be successful, then they should emulate men. The 1990s and the first decade of the 2000s focused on organizational development in the interest of helping women thrive. We saw initiatives like Women in the Boardroom and more diverse recruiting efforts particularly relevant to my field of psychology, gender-related research increased and with it brought us new insights, terms, and understandings, as well as measurement of the extent of problems or successes, along with hard facts and data. In more recent years, men as advocates and champions of change has been recognized as a major trend in accelerating women's equality. Many progressive CEOs and influential leaders have made public and formal commitments to helping build diverse and inclusive organizations that challenge stereotypes and bias. At this point in history, the world expects inclusivity. As expectations rise and information spreads faster and wider than ever before, organizations are facing high scrutiny of their support for and treatment of women many employers now publicly publish annual diversity, equity, and inclusion reports. These are also known as DEI reports. Each year, International Women's Day has a theme around the celebration and calls to action. In 2016, people worldwide were asked to support women's equality and develop an inclusive mindset through the theme, A Pledge for Parity. Then for International Women's Day 2017, the world was asked to be bold for change and identify tangible action to help accelerate gender parity. International Women's Day 2018 saw a massive press for progress as the world stepped forward to push the boundaries and go beyond in achieving greater equality for women. International Women's Day 2019 saw groups continue to play a critical role in helping to forge a more gender-balanced world with the theme of Balance for Better, International Women's Day 2020, in the middle of the pandemic, saw an important wave of collective individualism as we all strive to be each for equal, with the notion that an equal world is an empowered world. Then, in 2021, groups committed to actively watch for and call out inequity with the choose-to-challenge theme. In 2022, there was a focus on increased awareness of the significant impact that both conscious and unconscious bias has on women's equality with the theme, Break the Bias. The theme for this year's International Women's Day is Embrace Equity. So far, I've been giving historical context to women's equality, but what we know now in 2023 is that equality is no longer enough. If you're thinking, well, aren't equality and equity essentially the same thing? then that would be totally understandable. That's because the terms equality and equity are often used interchangeably, but in reality, they are actually different concepts. Let's consider their basic definitions. Equality means each individual or group of people is given the same resources or opportunities. Equity, on the other hand, recognizes that each person has different circumstances and allocates the exact resources and opportunities needed to reach an equal outcome. Equity can be defined as giving everyone what they need to be successful. In other words, it's not giving everyone the exact same thing. If we give everyone the exact same thing, expecting that we'll make people equal, it assumes that everyone started out in the same place to begin with, which is often not the case. You may have seen an image that has been floating around on social media for a while now that does a quite lovely job of depicting the difference between equality and equity. If you've seen it, maybe you can visualize it. It has three people of varying heights that we could reasonably consider to be of heights of tall, medium, and short. And they're standing at a fence and watching or trying to watch a baseball game. When the principle of equality is used, They are each given the same sized box to stand on in hopes to see over the fence and watch the baseball game. When they are all given the same sized box, though, only the tallest and the person of medium height can see over the fence and watch the game, but the person of the shortest height cannot see over the fence at all. When we use the principle of equity instead, the tallest person is not given the resource of the box because they can see over the fence without it. The person of medium height only needs one box to see the game, and the person of the shortest height now gets two boxes and can view the game. Now, let's bring the concept of equity back to gender parity. Equality focuses on providing all genders with equal opportunities, like a woman's right to vote. Yet, women often require more than a level playing field. They need to belong in a global culture that actively promotes and supports them, in all aspects of their life, from education to the workplace to health. Gender is intersectional, and women as a group are truly diverse. Policies that benefit white women, for example, may not benefit women of color due to historical or current inequalities. This point really highlights that a shift from gender equality to the process of gender equity is required for meaningful progress. As far as the Psychope Self-Health podcast is concerned, embracing equity extends beyond celebrating women's achievement and making calls to action for gender parity. Here, it's also about advancing women's mental health. Let's take some gender disparities seen in the workplace. Women are more likely to be discriminated against than men, and on average, women still earn significantly less than men in the U.S. Both of these gender disparities can have a negative impact on women's mental health. Equitable action not only gives women the support they need to be successful in the workplace, but can also break the link to associated mental health problems. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode, which I hope has left you feeling inspired to embrace equity this International Women's Day throughout the rest of Women's History Month and all year round. Before saying farewell for now, though, I want to give you a quick update on some changes to the podcast schedule. We're going to be going to an every other week frequency now with an occasional bonus episode thrown into the mix. Be sure to follow or subscribe to the show wherever you may be listening so you don't miss when the next episode goes live. Till next time. The information shared on the Psych Hope Self-Help Podcast is done so with the understanding that it does not constitute professional help, nor is it a substitute for professional help. If you think you might benefit from more than self-help, there are resources listed in the show notes.